Welcome to another episode of Shropcast. Today, we're going to talk about how uncertainty induces fear. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how uncertainty allows fear to creep in. Uh, and is that emotion that's really tough to deal with sometimes? Talk some techniques on finding how to reduce distractions and anxiety, which will help reduce the fear and deal with uncertainty. It's kind of a big chain reaction there. So when it comes to uncertainty, uh, there's definitely been a lot of that this year. But here's the thing. Uncertainty is always really there. We just fool ourselves thinking that it's not. It's kind of an awareness thing. Um, so once we accept that uncertainty is there, that can free our minds. It can free us a lot. So we allow distractions to generally, for lack of a better word here, I think, or maybe it's the right word just because it's strong enough, we allow distractions to be a drug and drug us into thinking that everything is certain, everything's okay, everything's fine. Um, we have to clear that distraction. We need to, to we need to open up and then face that uncertainty. If the uncertainty's there, and if we face it and we accept it, we can probably get past having fears from it. At least a lot of the time. We're human, it's gonna be tough, it's not gonna be perfect all the time, and that's okay. So we have some ways to deal with it. So we can't let fear consume us and create more distractions and anxiety, but how you might ask how shop, how can I do this? Well, I'm going to share some things that have worked pretty well for me at times. Um, you know, and I'm always having to work on, always having to improve, always willing to try new things, but encourage you to experiment, um, and, and try some techniques yourself, uh, and see what works. Um, but these all these techniques all help me with uh, focus. They all help me uh, reduce anxiety and fear, and uh, and they're all um, have uh, I guess wrapped up in them ways to deal with the fact that uncertainty's there, and I'm not going to act like that it's not. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay accepting that, and I'm content. Contentment is a big thing here. So. Some techniques that I use um, involve slowing down and creating quiet. So this is huge. Um, this is a time that uh, can be used, I think, um, for creation of quiet time. I think it's a great time to do that. Just go by yourself uh, into uh, a quiet space, a place you know you won't be interrupted, a place that you can have lower lights uh, maybe, um, you know, whatever's comfortable, hopefully a comfortable temperature. Um, but, um, this is a good place if you're spiritual for prayer, um, but also meditation. Uh, I personally have the headspace app. I find that, uh, to be very effective. There's other apps out there. Um, but this really just a time of reflection, a time to be in the quiet, listen to your thoughts. Um, you know, let, let things come to mind that will um, help you face, uh, face life and face that uncertainty. And I think in the end, you're really going to focus on what control you do have. And there are things you can control uh, in life. You can control what you create, what you produce. You can control the work that you do, the things that you try, all the efforts involved, um, building relationships with people and trying your best there, um, helping another person. You know, this is, these are things you can control, you know, it's action items that you're doing. Um, and uh, it's a great counter to uh, the uncertainty. I also like breathing techniques to reduce anxiety. I use the breathe app on the Apple watch. Um, there's many other ways to do this. Um, you can just simply breathe, take deep breaths. Um, but, um, but I really like that, um, that a lot. And, um, that app, in addition to, um, the heart watch app that I use on my Apple watch, 
and uh, an iPhone monitors my heart rate so I can kind of at least know what my baseline is. And, you know, if your, your, your heart rate rises, your heart rate naturally rises and uh, increases under anxiety and things like that. So those are things to watch. Good to know your kind of your baseline. Um, of course, um, all of this, um, I'm not a physician, so a medical doctor, so make sure that you seek medical guidance um, for any of these types of things. And if you're having anxiety and severe, definitely see your doctor and talk to them or think you have anything going on there. Um, so taking breaks away from screens, I also find this super helpful. Short breaks, walking around, you know, getting some exercise in, um, break up your day a bit, you know, and I don't mean just lunch, but maybe every hour or so, you know, just get up, walk around for a couple minutes, clear your head, leave the screens behind. Do not pick up that phone. Really important in my opinion to not pick up the phone, which is, uh, uh, many people are addicted to and they kind of have that phone with them at all times. So we want to decrease distractions, um, and improve focus. So, uh, one thing that really stuck in my mind the last few weeks, I read a email newsletter from Sean Blanc, and he talked about uh, determining your one priority. Um, I don't know that he titled it that way, but what it comes down to is many of us, my, and I would say myself included, um, I have done this. I'll say, yes, that's one of my priorities. And that's that's really uh, that's really not right. Really, if you, you, you should have a priority, one priority. You know, and I'm talking like, let's think about the work context. Um, I like to now think about it in, in uh, a single day, going into the day, planning the day before. What is my priority for that day? And that's going to be where I focus 80% of my time in, in, a, in the best of situations on that priority. Now, there may be other things that are important, and that's what Sean was saying in the newsletter. The other items are very important but doesn't mean they're your priority. And you may even have different priorities that happen. Um, like maybe you have a priority for the day or for the week. That's slightly different, but over the year, uh, you may have a priority, you know, that's like more of a big vision priority thing, um, connected to your vision, um, for life and for work or, uh, family and friends, whatever. But, um, but you really want to, um, keep that priority, uh, to one thing at a time and work through that and then knock it out and finish it. So, um, I would say that, um, something real important about this though, is I'm talking about planning and a lot of, uh, you know, I'm planning the, I mentioned planning the, the day before I really like to plan the day before for a few minutes, but you can, we can plan all day, right? We can do all this stuff and set things up, but here's the uncertainty. The uncertainty is something could happen and it doesn't even have to be some major crisis or emergency, but just something happens. And all of a sudden you realize you need to change your your priorities have changed and you need to do something else that day. Well, you need to kind of just accept that that can happen and let that go and just know that, Hey, I can go back on this other priority later and we'll figure that out. I'll ask for help from others and, and, uh, a little bit of grace to get through that. But, um, but you know, one of the biggest things is let go of that guilt. Uh, I think guilt is a burden. We talked about that on some other podcast episodes, but guilt is a huge burden for people. And, you know, having guilt that you self-impose where it's like, well, I didn't work on this thing that I planned and this thing's falling apart. Well, stressing about that is not helpful. Um, and, uh, should just kind of, uh, work on, uh, letting that go. It's a good thing to reflect on in that quiet time and know that you can always get back to the other thing and, you know, priorities changed. That's okay. Maybe somebody actually needed you and the priority changed and they needed help and they needed you. And that was really more important. And that's what you should be focused on. Um, I also think that, um, 
planning uh, uh, to meet with your mentor periodically um, is a really great thing to do um, to help with uh, anxiety and fear and things like that. Uh, you can build confidence. You can talk through some of those fears and concerns and get their perspective. Um, I think that's a great thing to do. And um, I've got plenty of mentorship podcasts and episodes over at uh, my Go Serve Others podcast. That's at podcast.goserveothers.com. So check that out if you're interested in mentorships. But um, I'm going to leave today with one thought, and that is when when um, one of the best things I think that, that we can all do to help reduce anxiety, to help deal with uh, con- you know, the, just the whole context and, uh, of, of, and perspective of things uh, when it comes to anxiety and fear and, and uncertainty and all that whole, that, that whole group of things that kind of gives me anxiety just thinking about it. But one thing that we can really do to help people um, – is to help people. I said it, um, uh, going out there and, and serving somebody, helping them, um, you know, doing it without any type of, uh, expectation of any, um, um, value back on that. I think that that can, it's amazing what that can do for you. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be some major thing. It can just be someone just needs five minutes of your help and you help them and you, you're going to feel good about it. There's tons of studies out there, plenty of good TED Talks on the subject, but that is a big one that can really help. And and also just being grateful, grateful for what you have, grateful uh, for the uh, those around you. Um, it's easy for us to focus on the the losses and, and the things, and they are they can be you know devastating. That's without a doubt. But being grateful for what you have, uh, it can really change your perspective and your mind and the way you, uh, the way you view, frankly, the whole world and, and everything around you. So with that, there's some ways that I've used to work through anxiety and, and help me, uh, with fear and dealing with uncertainty. And, and I just try to think about uncertainty, like, Hey, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in the next minute, next hour, next month, next year, but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to keep pushing forward and doing what I feel is the right things to do. And, um, and that's, that's how I approach it. And, um, I hope this does uh, a help. I'd love to uh, hear any comments or feedback, uh, ideas you have, ways you've dealt with these sub, these subjects, you know, especially around uncertainty and fear, uh, anxiety. Um, uh, feel free to go check out my website, shrop.dev, and you'll find my social media, uh, links there. Pick the one that seems the most applicable to you or the one you're on and, uh, leave a comment or, you know, uh, hit me up on there and, uh, love to hear how, how that's, um, if this is helping or not. And, and, uh, maybe ideas you've had around this. Well, that's a wrap for another episode of Shopcast. I hope you have a great week. Um, and we'll see you back soon.